Go. Nice. Three, two, one. Get ready. Steady. Go. Three, two, one. <laughs> Howdy, howdy, folks! Welcome back to a new uh, next episode of the Spare Wheel. This is your Fortnite fix of car rant, talk, news, updates, anything you want to get handed on. Really. We don't really have such structure these days, to be honest with you. But we, we are. We do get pretty tangential. Cast for cars. There's not many out there, so we are filling in that, that open space that needs to be filled. That's right. Yeah, we are a little bit classic car orientated. That's just through our interests. That's where that's where tangents tend to tend to derive. But we thought we'd have a bit of a chat today about yeah, where things have come from and where they go and best. Why we yeah, that car kind of the standard more than the other. Yes, overall best car but manufacturer. I think was the original title. Caveat to this topic because oh, I'll get, I'll get there. <laughs> That's it guys. That's John. I'm Anton and this is the Spare Wheel Podcast. So we thought we'd have a little chat about the best overall car manufacturer. That's sort of where this idea for this podcast episode came from. Plot twist is Ford, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist is Ford. Spoiler. Not, sorry, but, sorry, Voxel guys. It's you know, Ford. You, do you remember that episode of uh, Top Gear? And they come out with it was Ford, and we were all like, "What?" And it, it is, it, it it is Ford, but I don't like where they're going. Uh, I know. Um, this is a bit of a sore spot for you, isn't it, John? Ford Ford have consistently made cars for the people, and no matter yeah. who you are, no matter how old you are, no matter how much you earn, you can typically buy most of them. You yeah. want to go get a Mustang, you could probably go get a Mustang. You want to focus, you've got to focus. You want a hot focus, you can get hot focus, you know? There's only a few, but then those few that they make that you can't buy, they really show what the company can do. Like the RS200, yeah. the GT, the Supervan, the new the new Supervan. What was it, like 2,000 horsepower? I mean, come on. It was mental. Yeah, yeah. But then and they're, I mean, they're also the car super... that you drive as your first car as well, you know? They just cover all bases, yeah. and for that fact, I feel like it is the best manufacturer in the world. In the world. And su- I'm supercar beater too, man. They, they've made some hellishly fast motors. Like, there was a lot of turbo cars out at the time, but Ford really, <laughs> really did spear, spearhead it, you know? They took, they took an everyday car that could do it all. Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, the Astra, the Mark II and the Mark III, they, they handled like crap. But they were fast. They were probably the fastest things on the road that you go and buy. Yeah. Apart from maybe like a Maestro or G, uh, like, you know, the MG. Yeah. But they couldn't handle, they couldn't do everything perfectly well, could they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, less of a sort of an all-round yeah. good car. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're in Britain. There's a corner every couple of seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's in America. <laughs> got to turn That's things. Right. That's right. <laughs> right, you can tell, guys, that this episode is probably going to get a little bit ranty. Oh. <laughs> I'll do my best to, to keep John in check. Right, let's have a little think about other car manufacturers yeah. because there's a couple that you can sort of write off straight away because <laughs> an all uh, the all-round... Go like, on, then. Best... Write, write them off. <laughs> Go well, no, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking things like people are going to say, oh, Aston Martin or something. Like, you just that can't be the best overall manufacturer because they don't make 
overall cars. Do you know what I mean? So well, I was reminded I mean, of pretty the much... signet they make, and that was literally just a way to keep the emissions, um, emissions yeah, thing in yeah, depth. yeah, yeah. So they didn't get fined massively. Like even even their yeah. car for the people was just just a plan sort of behind it. You know, it wasn't for yeah, the people. Yeah. It was just for them to keep making cars. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So I think we can we can wipe out like all the all the basic supercar manufacturers in terms of the overall best manufacturer because they they just can't can't be in the running. Well, people I, will I say think. Ferrari usually, won't they? Yeah. Because they make these obscenely high-performance cars. But then, you're not going to own one. I'm not going to be able to own one. Yeah, Ever. yeah. Yeah. You know? So, is, yeah. it, is it really... It's a poster car, but it's not a car for... They, we're reality. not saying at this stage that they make crap cars. We're saying that they don't make cars for us. <laughs> Who do you know with yeah, a Ferrari? Exactly, you don't know anyone exactly, with a Ferrari, John. Do you? you really don't. Yeah. So yeah, all of those are wiped out, and then there's there's obviously some others which which don't go to towards the top end. Um, <laughs> uh, Vauxhall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm think I'm thinking like at the moment like Kia, they do make a good few cars, and they're they're really coming into their own now. But especially if we're looking at the historic cars and things like that, things like Kia and Hyundai and stuff, they they don't. I, about, I, everybody loved a Sorento. <laughs> Except the Sorento, so I think we can wipe out a couple of those from the running. Kia and um, Hyundai are a funny one because they have persevered since what's it the eighties that we really know them from. I don't I don't yeah. know when they were initiated, but they were around in the eighties. You don't remember, yeah, them, yeah. But they were, and they were around in the nineties. You don't remember them either, and they were around yeah, in the nineties. Yeah. You don't really remember them either. <laughs> <laughs> But in the in the in the two in the um the teens, they Naughties. were yeah no the teens yeah, they were teens, okay teens yeah yeah they were starting to change it around then and we had one as a courtesy car one point me and my ex and she loved it I was like it's all right you know competing with Ford yeah. Yeah. but now they're like they are Ford and Ford have kind of yeah. climbed up another one but they are down like they are the everyday car now they're everywhere yeah yeah everywhere. yeah they are they are making some very very good cars at the moment but. They do their little little bottom feeders. They do the decent ones, and then they haven't really gone up the top, have they? Yeah, I mean the Kia uh, Stinger GT or whatever it's called is a pretty cool car, but very niche. I mean that's a that's very niche, yeah, and it's it's sort of a a salute a fast saloon um, executive saloon sort of thing. Are sort they of fast? M3, do we know that they're fast? M five style. They're pretty quick, man. I think there's a twin turbocharged V six, isn't there? Yeah, but that don't make it fast. <laughs> Well, I guess not. I mean, it makes it faster than 1.53 cylinder. Well, this is what I'm saying. We, we never heard about them. We don't. I've never seen one being raced or at Coombe or just ragging it around yeah. Swansea. I've never seen one doing anything. They've got, they've got stands at quite a few shows. Yeah. There's like a Kia Stinger club now. But they're usually 65-year-olds with no air and they're looking... And I'm bad they're not on track. Them. Yeah, yeah. They don't tend to do anything that brings hype to the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. just look like... A four door Mustang, four series, three series kind of knockoff, you know? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. What's this? So, what do you reckon we've got then? I mean, Ford, we've already said, we, is is in the running. Vauxhall, what are the companies? Vauxhall fraud jokes aside, they are, they, are, they are doing better than Ford at the minute. They are sticking to the market. And I think with, with Vauxhall, because Ford's got their US side, European side, blah, 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 we should incorporate Vauxhall as a Vauxhall Opal Holden. Bracket, otherwise it's not really fair. Well, I am going to clue about Holden's. Bit, 
They make the V8s, don't they? They make the Utes and the the fast big V8s. But, but what I'm talking about under... is, is within Europe, Vauxhall are keeping up. They've made the Corsa electric. Yeah. They're coming up with an electric Astra. Um, they keep it on top of what needs to be kept on top of at the moment. And Ford, Ford don't do a fully electric car other than the Mustang Mach-E. And that's a bit too pre- premium for most people. I swear that up yeah, as a fixed yeah, yeah. brand. Um, yeah. So, Vauxhall, as far as car sales are doing, are doing far better than Ford at the minute. Yeah. Which is yeah, for sure. Quite concerning. What about what other manufacturers then? I reckon we've got some Japanese ones to talk about. They've been going... Toyota and Honda have both been going a long time. They both do a very large list of lots of different cars. They're probably the only, the only Japanese manufacturers, other than Nissan, that are still their own company. No one owns them, nothing. They own other companies, if anything. Yeah, Nissan's yeah. doing good, but they do do a lot of partnerships with um, PSA. Yeah. Um, Mitsubishi, where the fuck are they? They don't sell in the UK anymore. They do not have a Mitsubishi car that is sold in this country anymore. It's, do they not? They got. I don't know if that ASX is still on sale. I don't think it is. But the Kaja, the Renault Kaja, is now being sold as a Mitsubishi. Re- rebadged. But it's a rebadged Renault. That's yeah. Be the you were saying that the other day. Yeah, it's not cool. I don't know if that's the, I... um, the Outlander is still on sale. Yeah. I don't think there's a deal in it that work here anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about the mighty Germans? Frustrating about German cars and like Mitsubishi, not Mitsubishi, um, BMW and Mercedes and stuff. They can make any car they want and it will sell. Yeah. They can they can make a coupe, it'll sell. And I was just talking to you about how coupes have just gone off the market for most manufacturers. Like they died in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's a dying breed, man. It's a dying breed. Yeah, but it's not if you look at Mercedes, BMW, and stuff like that. They still make yeah. them, and I don't understand yeah. that. And they're expensive. It's true, actually. There's a yeah, C series yeah, yeah. um, coupe. There's a three series um, BMW coupe. There's a two. There's a one. There's a four. What? There's an eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's why? True. Why yeah, have yeah. we got four or five different? Why? Why is no one else doing it? Nobody else can get ahead in in that. It's it's bizarre. Yeah, yeah. The Bentley makes a coupe. Um, oh, this is very true. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird thing. It's such a. I, we need more coupes, please. If any car manufacturers are listening to us today, please make us more coupes. I'm going to say something now, and it's probably going to tick people off, but I hate the general public as car buyers. They, ru- <laughs> they, they, they without a doubt, ruin what I love about motoring. Yeah, yeah. And because they're the mass majority, stupid people, they win. Yeah. Where, where, they, where they sit their ass and where they spend their money dictates how I enjoy my cars going forward. And I don't like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very true, though. I mean, if you take, if you percentages wise, then there's got to be a very small percent of the population that are actually actively looking and, and out there to find an enjoyable car to drive. There's also going to be <laughs> the other end of it who are actively looking you for. You just said they don't. They look. There's a small percentage of people wanting to enjoy driving, is what you just said. <laughs> and it got me controversial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it is. Most most people use it as a as a bloody shop run, don't they, or a, or a school run, or I asked I asked on my Facebook the other day, and I don't think I'm as uh, influential as I hoped because I genuinely wanted a response from a few people on why they buy SUV crossovers because yeah. I can't understand it. I just simply can't. It's like 
why did you murder that person? I don't know. I can't understand why you've done it. I can't understand why people do this thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah, trying yeah. to go through a puddle leaving where I live, right? And it's it, it didn't come past my tires, but it looks deep because it's so broad. And there was a Puma SUV. He wouldn't go through it. He was in the middle of turning around because he, he didn't think yeah, he could yeah, get yeah. through it. <laughs> and there's me in my Cougar, which is on its ass. It's low as hell. I just went straight through it, no hesitation. I, yeah. The guy was just like, what just happened? Well, what do you buy the bloody thing for? <laughs> the thing is, they're, they're SUVs... SUV is now a now a branch of its own. It's not. It's, it's not what not it used to mean. It's vehicle. not what it used to mean. No. SUV to me was and like it, a Hummer it, or an Escalade or a, a Land Rover or a big ass bloody yeah, Jetta yeah, or something. Because yeah. they, they could yeah. do everything. But you get inside a Puma and it's not bigger than a Fiesta. But you're about a mile yeah. off the floor. Not... Yeah. <laughs> what people think, right? That because they're higher off the floor, they're somehow safer because they can see much more around them, and that they feel like they're in a more safer environment. But you're not. Because if you're going down the road and you go, oh crap, a cat, you steer away from it, you are going to flip over and die. <laughs> <laughs> you do that in a, a Puma or a, a CRZ or a Corrado, you're not going to flip over. You are just going to avoid that poor little cat you're about to murder and you're going to survive. And you're yeah. probably going to enjoy yourself doing so. You're going to go look into the cats to steer around. <laughs> So, and also, you're heavier, you're using more fuel, you're using more of yeah. the, I'm going to say... I mean, if you get to the nitty gritty of it, then the air, air resistance and stuff as well is higher on the taller cars. The, co- uh, the coefficient of drag is much higher. But I was going to say, you're using more of the road. I mean, like, if you look at the road as a consumable, you are destroying the road at a quicker pace than someone in a lighter car or a smaller car. Yeah. You just you're not helping things, and considering we're all about bloody yeah. economy and green and save the pandas yeah. and stuff, Every, everything's going environmental. It's a yeah. bit ass backwards. It is a bit ass backwards, guys. I can't disagree with John on that. It, I just can't. I I I could scream at someone <laughs> trying to make them understand that they're not helping the case, and yet they're like, ooh, yeah, yeah, they don't, yeah. They don't get it. They don't see what I'm trying to say. What about French? What about French cars? <laughs> He's trying to poke the, the dragon here. <laughs> what about the Madden? What about the French cars? Well, overall, overall best manufacturer, what about Peugeot? Because they have help from Citroën. The Citroëns, yeah. And Peugeot get the good stuff then from the both of the deal. And they, I, tend to, I tend to see that they make the nicer cars. They're, they're the better looking car as well. Renault are okay, yeah. but I love a 208. I think they're gorgeous. I really do. To it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice modern car. It is a nice modern car, and actually, like you say, the styling has seems to have moved nicely with, with the times. Yeah, they make some very cool classic cars. Remind you of where they come from a little bit as well. Yeah, so maybe Peugeot's in with in with the Renault. Yeah, Renault. Um, they just make too much stupid stuff. They get a bit confused, don't they? <laughs> like that twizzy. <laughs> Twingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Just stupid names, man. Stupid names. You can't... Can't have that on You can't look at a without thinking, it's just a Reynolds and... Yeah, yeah. They're just in bed with the devil a bit, aren't they? (laughs) 
Who else is there then? I mean, you got you got the um, VW derivatives of um, Seat. Oh, don't no, Volvic. Skoda. I do not like many. Vag. What about Alpha? They make a big, big range of cars. Do they? I've only ever seen two Alphas on sale at any given time. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they make the portfolio. I, I don't think their catalogue is huge. Isn't that it? Uh, I don't know if there's still a Mito. Oh. No, is there still a Mito? So there was the Mito and the uh, Giulietta. And yeah. then before that, it would be like the 147 and the 159. They only ever tend to make two yeah. cars. Their, their dealerships are small, they must be. <laughs> you walk in, you just see two cars. Yeah, yeah. Right? Neither of these are for <laughs> me, I'm going. You've got to have them in red, and you need to have them with the radial weird alloys. Heli dials. <laughs> um, <laughs> alpha never tickled I'm a me. Big, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of an, of an Alpha, but um, yeah, maybe they're not quite in the running for the best overall manufacturer. The best. <laughs> John's putting me in my place. But with that guitar across your head. <laughs> Alpha, no. They make some ex- unique cars, and don't get me wrong, that quadrifolio or whatever it's called is is frigging quick. The Julia, no. the Julia quad, yeah. The Julia, the bloody the M, the three series competitor. Like, yeah, Julia. But quadrifolio is four-wheel drive, isn't it? Oh, right. Yeah, so that's, it's like... But it, that's got like a, a rebadged Ferrari engine in it and stuff, isn't it? It's a very, very fast car. Okay. Huh. Mm. Yeah, it's it's quite exciting, but then... It's a very It's cool exciting car. about yeah. a car that it's not particularly that exciting. It's a photo saloon, isn't it? How much can you yeah. be excited about one? What about, their, what about their, their little mini supercar thing they, they're doing at the moment? What's that called? Bit of a funky shaped little two seater sports car, mid engine rear wheel drive. I'm sure. Uh, anyway, it's not an overall <laughs> manufacturer thing, but it's a very cool little car. That is, it's in it a couple of I shows. I like the four C, and I like the eight C, but again, they're not really applicable for. Well, the four C kind of is, but they're still expensive. It's not something I'm going to go and actually pay for. But if I went to yeah. like a track experience day where they go like pick a car, and it feels like a game, like you're like ooh, I choose my color too. No, it's got to be red. I've told you already. It's red and it's got to have the circular wheels on it. If, if, if one of them, if the full C was at one of them, I'd consider going in it. They're meant to yeah, be stupid. Because yeah, yeah. like, they're like a monocoque, innit? Like carbon fiber. Well, the, yeah. the eggs, That's the probably the car I'm talking about. Yeah, that, that's not on sale anymore. That's been yeah. gone for a while though. Two cars at a time. I told you about well, this. I'm well behind they the time, man. they got two spots on their full court. They can only fit two. <laughs> That's it. What am I an alpha? Well, it's one of these two. The big one or the little one? <laughs> and it's got to be red. It's got to have the daily wheels on it. Yeah, man. No, that's fair enough. So I reckon out of the out of the Germans, oh, I don't know. Maybe Mercedes is the best all rounder. I'm just just literally thinking about the G wagon because they do fast, they do family, they do hot. Well, not really hot hatch. The A series is a little bit rough in it, but I'm not a big fan of it myself anyway. But then they do that G wagon, which really does cover the. in his little CRZ, like. Where's he? What was that noise? Yeah, well. That's a fat car. What was I'm it? just, I'm just not a massive fan of the styling of the little A series. That's all I mean. Not uh, 
Not good. I mean, it's definitely yeah, but a better card. When a company that tends to make big saloons comes along and makes a, a hatchback, you do kind of take notice. Like when BMW done one, you're like, BMW. Yeah, but then they went front wheel drive. Twats. BMW lose so what? The four wheel drive, don't they? No, the new one series. The new oh, one, that, the new BMW, one series. Sorry, the front yeah, so when when you look at BMW, uh, they're making that stupid like two one eight, and it's like a jacked up. It's like the Clubman, but with a BMW badge on it. You know that kind of looking thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Stop, please, just stop. Yeah, I think I think what I think that's the thing with BMW for me overall manufacturer wise is that they make too many shit cars on top on top of the very good ones they make because I think generally the four by fours the SUVs of the BMW world are just produced. And he to, tells me I've got a to, good to, BMW, you could be good. Could I mean, be the X, X1, X3, X5. Have you seen the X6? Just, no. Ugh. How are you going to no. see out the back of that? It's yeah, like a coupe back, isn't it? On the that. back of a stupid... It looks like... That's yeah. what I'm saying. BMW can make the most impractical bollocks they want and people still bloody buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I guess I guess Mercedes do the same because they've got some like what is it called the GC or GLC or something. The range, GCQ That's a bit of a big or old... GQC, the electric things, the four hundreds, yeah. Yeah. Why why are these electric cars so bloody big and heavy? They don't pay road tax, by the way. Batteries. Until I guess. it was announced yesterday, twenty twenty five, they got to pay road tax. And yes. people are like oh, shock Pikachu face. It's like excuse me. You and your massive bloody tanker, you are so damaging to the road. If that car hits a bollard, the bollard's in the, in the next planet. It is getting shoved. They hit the portal, With your that four, portal four will double tons in, of... in an instant. They do seriously weigh about two tons. And they're like shocked that they don't pay tax. They are. They are heavy cars. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And there's me, yeah, my yeah. bloody Capri. It's only incentive though, isn't it, to get people buying them. Yeah. Well, yeah. But that's, that's the stupid Tricky thing. Is that you pay road tax on based on the damage you do to the to the planet. You're not paying the planet for the bloody damage you just caused. You're paying the bloody council. So yeah. call it what it is. Yeah, yeah. Tax appropriately. <laughs> a small light car should be minimal tax. A big heavy bloody yeah. uh, chunk of a car should be quite expensive. But yeah. recently I did notice that... Are you listening? This has been forwarded to direct government. <laughs> If you notice, the last couple of years, it's I think it's one hundred. Oh, don't quote the price. I think it's one hundred and sixty-five quid for a small for a cheaper car, and then after forty thousand, it becomes yeah. a, a, like three hundred or so. So they've kind of gone the right way eventually. But I think that's just because all yeah. cars are generally quite economical and quite low pollutant, though. But if you pay for a more expensive car, you pay the higher price, which I think is fair. If you got yeah. if you got in a flaunt, yeah, it, that you makes pay it, the it makes sense. But yeah, yeah electric yeah. cars are going to have to pay some. And I think all those cars that have been tax-free, like a cheap diesel or something, I think they're going to be the same as well. I don't think yeah, they can't. Yeah. Well, CRZ's 20, 20 quid a year. Yeah, but take your little shitty motor off. It's so, still just a 1.5 petrol. And it's not particularly good on fuel 1.5 petrol, really. No, 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 I, I agree. And I, it'll definitely have to go up yeah, in but price. That, that, sure, that, again, but... is saying what I was saying before. But we need to, we need to price things. How damaging they are to the road, not to the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the tax is like going to repair roads. from the SD doesn't doesn't go to Mother Nature, you know. It does. It doesn't pay for the frogs to have a new home in the in the green in the green rainforest. It it pays for Bob to go to the road up. What's the yeah. wildlife trust? It goes to Bob's <laughs> looking pay because he's patching the road. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so why, John, why is Ford the best overall manufacturer? Because they have the biggest variance of what you could buy, past, present and future. Um, yeah. Because when they tend to do something, they tend to do it well. They do do it. They do do cars well. They do do the cars well. Yeah. Backed it up until recently. The Fiesta was like the highest selling car year on year on year, and the Focus wasn't far down the yeah, list. Yeah, yeah. I think the Cortina was like broke records, didn't it? When that came out, Sierra was a good selling car. They have obviously much much lower numbers now, but yeah, <clears throat> I think for quite a few years in a row they were they were pipping the Vauxhall equivalent for quite a few years in a row. They they tend to hit this strike. Of the Mantas, the Cavaliers, the Astros. They always and stuff. strike a mark in most people's hearts. Like, how many people do you get coming up to you saying, oh, yeah. I had a Capri, oh, fond memories. I can't yeah, imagine yeah. you getting that with a Manta all too often. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Yeah, yeah. They might come it's up to you and go, oh, yeah. Definitely one of the most. But did it really hit home with them as well? It's a British car, it's a, yeah, it's yeah. a British company that have done well in Britain, I think. And then they do yeah, exciting yeah. things. They've definitely like ev- everyone's everyone's got one or had one or know someone that had one with all of the classic Fords, pretty much. I mean, like Cortinas, Escorts, Capris, Fiestas, Sierra. Doesn't matter which one you're driving. There's you're you're going to meet someone at the at the forecourt of petrol station that wants to chat about your car. Um, oh, that's pretty much a given, isn't it? it. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> what a prick! If you're watching or listening, you're a prick. He was a prick. Yeah. I was struggling. No help. <laughs> um, yeah. I just, what, I what? just feel like it is. But like, yeah, they just... um. People don't want to admit it. Sometimes. I think what you said at the start is also the thing. They'll make they'll make everything for for affordable for everyone from poverty spec all the way up to a fast version of pretty much yeah. every one of their and then cars. Then they become a hero to the general public because um. And that's what people like. Yeah. Crap out of a German car or whatever, and you're like, yeah, finance boy. Yeah. With the yeah, yeah. Car. Because they're, they're they're equivalents, like you say, the German especially, the German equivalents, and are, are always generally yeah. quite a bit more expensive. The price brackets definitely jumped up a notch. But you can compete with them. But then the other thing is, is that they'll do the a, a lower model. Like the, I don't know, a gear, for example, or the Titanium X or whatever, will be like ST in most most yeah. features, except for one or two. So you can drop down price brackets quite quickly without compromising on the quality of the car or the speed and that sort of stuff quite a yeah. lot of the time with Ford, I find. Yeah, like the old gear models would tend to have the fast engine in them, and yet it just looks like a granny model. Yeah. You could, get, you could get like an XR2 yeah, that's right. and plug in, well, not the XR2, but like you can get a 1.6... 16 valve engine and a Mark Fiesta gear and it was as fast as some of the sporty models yeah. you know it's, it's quite a cool thing but that said yeah. we can't say that cool too much because they've been absolute dickheads lately I knew you were going to get onto this John I've been, I've been bottling this up for weeks <laughs> and now it's all about to come undone what's the, what's what's the, the issue? issue come on right John tell us all your I woes issues. I love I love everything <laughs> well, so they went and cancelled the Yeah, right. I don't like this. I'm not a fan of this it was, at all. It was Britain's yeah. best-selling car, third best-selling car, more often than not. 
everybody loves them. They were the only one that created the Hot Hatch version for these days. You know, the RS. Why? And now the yeah. Fiesta. The Fiesta has bit the bullet as well. They've been selling it for over 40 bloody years. If the cat has yeah. lived that long, let it die in its own way. <clears throat> Don't kill it. Leave the cat alone. <laughs> it's proven <laughs> its odds. It's, it's endured. Of... What the hell? There's a lot of cats featuring in this episode. They're all being threatened. <laughs> Poor cats. No, I completely agree with you. I completely agree. And what I, I think previous conversations that we've had about this, you've mentioned about the fact that Mini, Fiat, Voxel, Peugeot are all, all doing small hatchback EV and yet things. Ford can't fit a battery in so a why aren't, why aren't Ford doing it? Do you know what's stupid? No. They're still selling the Puma, and they're probably going to keep selling the Puma. The Puma is a fucking Fiesta. Yeah. It's a Fiesta with different yeah. suspension and a body that's different. Other than that, it's a bloody fiesta. Yeah, Even yeah, the dashboard yeah. is pretty much the same. So what, what, what excuse have they got that they can't keep producing one chassis because it needs changing? Yeah. It's a real shame because that's, that's one thing that I think a lot of people have got for Ford is that sort of the continuity of a model. Um, and they, they, they're, quite, they're quite good at, at um, styling the cars and making them feel like the older versions and stuff so people can have this continuity through the range uh and through the years it wasn't even the, the looks so i think that kept i think the, same. Like, the feel of the car stayed the same like the suspension on the mark three focus is pretty much the same it always was on the back end that control blade thing it just evolved yeah but it felt similar to drive you could you could trade up from a mark one to a mark two and then a mark three and a mark four and you would feel quite you'd feel the evolution you'd feel the, the familiarity of it all they drove yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a real shame. So, it's a right, real so shame. Here's a topic yeah. on top of their stupidity. So Ford are feeling the pressure from the government, particularly in the UK, saying, right, 2030, no more pure ice engines, ice cars on sale. Ford are like, yeah. we need to get into this. So we're going to scrap all our engines and just make a platform that's purely electric. That's going to bite them in the ass because... I don't care who you talk to, I don't care what you think your source is, it is not a possibility. We are not going, <laughs> we are not going wholly a electric nation. It's just not possible. It's not possible. I don't, I don't if, if you said you want to go land on Jupiter, you'd be told it's not possible. It's not. It's simple as that. It is as simple as that. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're, everybody's going to be going. And that... Uh, that takes us Everybody to our next goes, episode. Where's your, where's your evidence? What's your backed up? I don't need all that much evidence. It's, it's, it's written on, on the wall. And the evidence I do have and the industry I'm in does support what I'm saying. Because apparently now I read an article that the, the car manufacturers are pressuring the government backwards now. They're trying to say, don't make us do these decisions because it's not viable. And by 2025, yeah, yeah. no engine at all. You cannot sell a car with an engine. It's got to be purely electric. So those five years is only going to be like your CRZ. It's going to be hybrid only. Yeah, yeah. What if I want to go to Inverness for the weekend? How many times have I got, I got to stop? <laughs> a few. A good a few for Inverness. Street. Where am I running my wires? I've got, I've got four cars outside my house right now. Am I running four frigging wires to each car? Is my plug going to blow up? <laughs> You're going to convert them all to electric? going to blow up. Have I got to run in one upstairs because I'm going to go two by the door? 
<laughs> if you've got any old Tesla motors, please yeah, send them over to John to fit into his. And then there was uh, another article then that backed up it even more. So if you bought a electric car and you bought a petrol car, you mated your mother, whoever, someone, someone was going to use it just as much as you. If you drove fifteen thousand miles a year, which is above average, we in UK we do about twelve. It would take three years for the electric car to become to break even on emissions from what it's cost to produce and how much it actually uses to charge compared to the other car, the petrol car, how much that uses on the day-to-day and how much it costs to produce. You need three years of 15,000-mile driving. That's a tall ask for an electric car that can only do 120 yeah. miles. <laughs> so you're only going to use that locally to pick up the kids and get the shopping. <laughs> You know, and go to TGI Fridays or whatever, and then <laughs> other restaurants are available. <laughs> so three years at the very, very best. It, it's possible. It's probably going to be five years. So you've got to own that car, drive it as if you drove it like a petrol for five years to break even. Yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> I'll tell you what we're going to do on the Spare Wheel Podcast. We're going to get guests in because. I'm not very learned in the way of uh, electric cars, but Lawrence is a massive advocate for. So it'd be Lawrence. I thought you got to bring someone from the head of Ford. Yeah, come no, on. No, no, no. Lars L is uh, is my brother. He's uh, but that would be interesting. He likes electric, doesn't he? He likes electric. Yeah, yeah. He like he likes internal combustion as well. I mean, he's a he's a he's an old school petrolhead. He's got his tuned up Reliance Scimitar, but he I think he can just see the future in in electric cars and the way it's going. Hold on, you drive a hybrid. Yeah. You're the devil, right? <laughs> I am the devil. <laughs> yeah, I am the devil. Disgusting. <laughs> I um, wouldn't be adverse to buying an electric car after the CRZ. I'd like to. I'd like to own and drive another fast petrol. And I can understand people's concerns about the infrastructure and stuff, and the usage of electric electricity for a power thing for. Um, cars but on a personal note per mile it is cheaper so if you're looking at as a as a as a general commuter option and you can get to and from work on one charge you never have to go to the petrol station again you charge it up at home and per mile charge is less money for you and if there's incentives from the government and it's cheaper per mile then i can't see anything wrong with it on a per on a personal level but you've got to spend more to buy the car in the first place and those incentives are going to expire soon yeah 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 you must just go buying cars for people at that rate. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's cheaper It's cheaper to get around, but you're not going to Inverness for the weekend, are you? Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's, so you need another car. <clears throat> I, I don't, yeah, I generally think I would have one anyway. And, yeah, I think... So I you're think... having two cars just to fill the role of one car, just because you're telling yourself it's cheaper, even though you're insuring. Yeah, but we've got, we've got two cars two anyway. Cars. We've got two cars anyway. You do, yes. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, but I'm only saying personal situation. I'm not, um, yeah, I'm not saying... That's it. I, I literally do seventy miles a day. I've got to do something. What's that? Um, four days yes. a week. I can't even work it out. It's way too yes. early. It's a lot of miles anyway, and per mile would be cheaper. So over the course of of not that long, I would make up the money that it would be extra to buy the electric car, and that's on a brand new price. And I wouldn't bother buying a brand new car. I never would. So um, it would be cheaper for me on a daily 
basis in terms of running the car at the moment. Obviously, taxes and stuff changing. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? So it might actually turn out that that's not going to be the case. But, um, yeah. I think the government need to stop pressuring the whole system to become fully electric. The people who you just mentioned, who, yeah, I'm going to go in the shops, I'll buy an electric car, it'll do me. They need to do their part because if they do their part, it lessens the blow for the whole community of drivers doing it as all, all, all petrol. So yeah. if, if 20% of the people drive electric cars, that is a big change in the emissions that we are producing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's how we should stay because we can't, we can't fuel the whole country driving electric cars. So they should get their incentives to drive it, but there should be only that amount of people. We can't cut fully... We can't even cope fifty percent of the UK driving them, let alone hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they need to wind down on their incentives. They need to push e-fuels. They need to push hybrid technology. But the electric people, they're doing their part, and that's how it should stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you say, it, it, it would help drive down the CO two stuff. Everything. So solved. <laughs> Johnny everything. Before, right, uh, Prime Minister. Right, John. I've got to go and pick up the kids. That's an apt, yeah. apt end to this episode. So the overall best, the overall best manufacturer is Ford. Uh, we all knew it was at the start of this I episode. Think, so I what think have it's we learned? Opinion. What have we yeah. learned? <laughs> we haven't really learned anything. We've learned that there's a two garage slot for Alpha. We've learned that. Yeah. Um, uh, we haven't learned much. <laughs> Give us three cars from Ford which make you think that they're the best overall manufacturer. Fiesta, Ford GT and F-150. Nice. That covers literally everything that like you need it. to think about. I was going to say Focus, Ranger and GT40. Okay. Pretty much the same as what I said. You just picked a different bloody car to fill the role. Exactly, exactly. So there you have it, guys. You've got uh, you've got two choices of why Ford is the best manufacturer overall, and that comes from. But you can't the... go and buy two of them anymore. Well, four of them anymore because you can't buy a Ford GT. You can't buy a Ford GT40 for the last sixty years, <laughs> and well, I don't think you ever could. And you can't buy a Focus or a Fiesta. So up yours, Ford. You've ruined it all. You're no longer going to be the best in the world. Unless you change direction now. That's from the horse's nah, mouth. They've, they've, they've screwed the pooch. They've done it. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode. That's been me and John ranting about the overall best car manufacturer. Coming up on a future episode, obviously, electric cars needs to be covered pretty soon because John is bursting to get, this go- to get this done. So make sure to uh, follow, electric. subscribe, like, comment, all those bits and pieces. Let us know if there's something that you want to hear us discuss on the uh, Spare Wheel podcast. Um, I've been Anton. I've been John. And we'll catch you soon. <laughs>